Welcome to the Serpent Cast. This is Annabelle Gatt. This is Sophie St. Thomas. And welcome to Capricorn season, everyone. Yay! Yay! And I'm so excited about our recent magazine feature. Yes. While we frequently write for magazines, Annabelle about astrology, me about sex, someone wrote about us. Which is very exciting. It's very and, flattering to have other people write about us for us. And in a print magazine, That's like very you can cool. hold it and yes. show it off to family Frame members. Frame it. Frame, f- oh, so glamorous. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am going to read because I'm so proud of us what was written up. It is in the January 2019 issue of Bust Magazine. We can find at bus.com and I know they sell it at Whole Foods retailers across the country. <laughs> Most <laughs> they, places where you can buy magazines, so yes, you can find it. It's yeah. a fabulous magazine. I love Bust. I do a lot of events with them, but they called us the Snake Charmers. Meet the sex positive witches behind the serpent cast. For weekly helpings of smart witchy goodness. Look no further than The Serpent Cast, a podcast hosted by astrologer Annabelle Gatt and sex writer Sophie St. Thomas. Gatt, who writes horoscopes for Vice and Broadly, and St. Thomas, who writes for GQ, Playboy, Allure, and more, are best friends. It's true. It is true. Whose casual conversations draw listeners in as they chat about everything from magic to mental health to Harry Potter and butt stuff. They also feature insightful interviews with fellow practitioners of all stripes, including bust astrologer Sonia Anna Ortiz. Who made our logo, by the way. Thank you so much, Sonia. Thank you, Sonia. We love you. Jessica Lignato of Love Lignato Astrology, the Hood Witches Brie Luna, and Witch Baby Soap founder, Chelsea Selby. Yay! It's fun just listening to them shoot the shit, but you'll also learn plenty about cool occult practices like color magic, house witchery, and root work. Just one bite will have you slithering into their coven of serpent sluts. Find it on iTunes by Lori Hensel. Thank you so much, Lori. We really appreciate we it. We do. You're it's, a serpent slut now. It's fantastic. It's lovely to be recognized, you know, and to be appreciated. And that is, to me, the best part about Capricorn season. Yeah. Tell me about Capricorn season. I know it's the devil in the tarot. And, yes. And, um, well, but, you and I were talking about this earlier. Capricorns yes. get a lot of hate. They do get a lot of hate. They do. You know, Gemini is one of the signs that gets a lot of hate. Um, Scorpio is another sign that gets quite a bit of hate. Yeah, but the thing about Scorpio is it's that a, we fucking love it. We like it's different. Hate us. It's a different kind of hate. We want to scare you. With Scorpio, it's like, oh, there they go with like sex and death again. And we're like, oh, yes, we do. Are you scared? And it's yeah, like a sexy reputation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas a Gemini, it's like, oh, like two faced gossip. Donald yeah. Trump is a Gemini. Yeah. yeah. And, but Geminis are rad. I agree. Yes. Yeah. And with Capricorn, it's like, oh, they have like no feelings. Like, you know. Totally. Yeah. Totally. That they're like the most boring sign and it's always which I mean come on they're ruled by the devil card in the tarot so they really are not the most boring sign they're not the most boring sign okay fucking David Bowie is a Capricorn I am obsessed with David Bowie's chart so I mean Capricorn if you look at the symbol for it is half goat half fish it's a mystical like mythical like can I can being. I can it's I, a can, fantastical being. There's nothing boring about that. Can I can I have less than sixty seconds to talk about David Bowie's chart? Yeah, go for it. So David Bowie is a Capricorn, which may surprise you if you consider it like the briefcase very stern. 
but it proves how successful he was because he was working really, really hard. But it also speaks to like not everything being true about Capricorns beat not having feelings because David Bowie on stage, so glamorous, his rising was an Aquarius, which makes so much sense that he's like life on Mars, you know, he's very the, futuristic. Man, the man who fell to earth. Everyone saw him as this like otherworldly otherworldly being and his moon sign was leo so you know that little bitch loved attention and the spotlight spotlight but he also was emotional as fuck like dude would like rent houses in philadelphia just so he could lock himself in a room and wail his neighbors once issued a complaint about the sound because david was crying so loud so continue telling me why rumors aren't all true about capricorns because also marilyn manson a capricorn like of course he is but yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's Capricorn season. And when we take a look at the, um, you know, I don't, I was going to say the bright side of Capricorn, you know, Capricorn season Surprise, is when. Destiny is <laughs> Sorry. So, um, you know, here in the Northern Hemisphere, uh, Capricorn season is when uh, days are the shortest. Uh-huh. So it's not, not exactly a quote unquote bright season, no, right? It's, it's- very dark, actually. It's very dark. It's dark yes. right now. It it's gets very depressing. dark. Yeah. But the bright side to Capricorn season, you know, Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, which is the planet of time and hard work. And during Capricorn season, if you have been working hard, things pay off. And mm-hmm. of course, we've all we all know that New Year's is like the time to make resolutions and stuff like that. And I know a lot of people have mixed feelings about resolutions, mm-hmm. but it's Capricorn season. This is the time to plan and get organized. So this if you were going to change an aspect about yourself, this is a, actually pretty much a fine time to do it. What are astrologically your, speaking? Do you do resolutions and are you comfortable sharing them? Um, you know, a few years ago I saw some meme and it was around new year's and it said like new year, new me, but then it crossed out the new in the new me and just said old me. And it was kind of snarky, but I really appreciated it because yeah. it's like, yeah, why the fuck does there need to be a new me? It's a new year, but like, I'm fucking great. And I appreciated it. And, but since then I've been hearing a lot of like resolution hate uh-huh. and it's sort of like, you know, those, I'm sorry, I'm talking so much about memes, but like, no, we t- you and me have been loving, <laughs> you know, that meme memes with like great. the mind exploding, how like yeah, it starts yeah. like a small brain and it gets like a bigger meme, yes. bigger brain. So like the small brain is being like resolutions are cool. And then like the bigger brain are, is like resolutions are whack. <clears throat> and then the even bigger brain is being like resolutions are whack, but like also you need to keep growing as a person. Cool. So it's like, if you feel like making a resolution, do it. If you don't want to, then of course there's no pressure to Capricorn season's a good time to start that. If you do want to, if you, especially resolutions having to do with being more productive, because mm. that's what Capricorn does. It's very productive. Awesome. When we think about the devil in the tarot, it has a lot to do with, you know, the material world with being confined and with bondage. If you're doing a sex and relationship reading, it could literally be about kinky sex. Uh And uh, Saturn, which is Capricorn's ruling planet, rules confinement and and, and bondage and limitations and also the material world and time. And Capricorn season is a time to assess the ways that you have been held back, but also to assess your own boundaries and to think about your own personal boundaries. So like, you know, there are limitations in both the helpful and the uh, frightening sense of the word. Of course, to think about our goals and the opposite sign of Capricorn is cancer. And when we think about Capricorn and cancer, they're both signs that really look to the 
to the past, right? With mm-hmm. cancer, it's like, oh, they're all about like nostalgia and they're very sensitive and they have a lot of emotions and like, you know, they have a hard time letting go of the past. And with Capricorn, they're also very past looking too, but it's not necessarily from the emotional water sense, but more of the earth sense of like, what have I built? What has come before me? Oh, wow. Where, where am I in building this building that I'm trying to like, uh-huh. you know, build towards and to reach the freaking totally. sky with, you know? So we have these two signs that have a lot to do with kind of looking back at the accumulation of whether it's water emotions or earth material wealth. And then, you know, the following sign Aquarius is also ruled by Saturn. Saturn again is time. Aquarius is also time, but this time it's not about looking to the past. It's about looking to the future. So going back to David Bowie's chart, he had this Capricorn Aquarius thing going on Uh where he was a really hard worker, uh, but he had a lot of evolutions of his style and he was very forward looking. He's the king and queen of transformation. He knew how to reinvent himself. He knew like a lot of what they write about in the Satanic Witch, in LaVey's Satanic book, The Satanic Witch, about using the power of glamour and costume you know from Diggy Stardust to the Thin White Duke and from someone who is obsessed with David Bowie I have two tattoos and 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 study anything that has been written about him I'm pretty sure I've read at this point um you know this wasn't just performance art he and I relate to this as someone who also goes a lot of changes and I'm a Scorpio so I have my own different version of changes and transformation and and birth and redeath but if it was like if he felt a one way he really showed it in an over-the-top manner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, going back to this concept of time, the opposite sign from Aquarius is Leo. And Leo is n- not a sign I think many people think to associate with time. Uh-huh. But the thing is, we have to take a look at these four signs together. Yeah, Leo is ruled by the sun. Cancer is ruled by the moon and the sun and the moon are primary timekeepers as human beings. You know, the sun rises each day. The moon tells us like where we are in terms of the cycle of the month and and, uh, the year. And also the sun tells us where we are in terms of the cycle of the year by seeing um, how long and short the days are. So these two summer you know, for Northern Hemisphere hemisphere people, signs of Leo and Cancer are timekeepers, but then these two opposite signs of Capricorn and Aquarius are also timekeepers in terms of Kronos, of Saturn, in terms of like time as a bigger philosophical construct. So whenever we're moving through these seasons, we are, we really think a lot about time and mortality and what we're meant to do here on earth. When I think about David Bowie and all of his different like incarnations throughout his artistic career, it's like he was trying to be as many different entertainers as possible yeah. in one lifetime, which I think is really oh, cool. I miss him. So during this Capricorn season, I ask all of you at home, how many entertainers do you want to be in this lifetime? Uh, we do have something very exciting coming up. And possibly stressful and tiring and emotional. Oh gosh, oh gosh. Which is the solar eclipse in Capricorn on uh, Saturday, January 5th. And eclipses usually reveal things to us that we haven't, we weren't able to see before. Uh And this is a... This is a new moon. And the thing about new moons is even though, yes, they're new beginnings, they can be really stressful because when things are so new, we don't know what's going to happen next. So we have to really trust our instincts and trust our intuition at this time. And we can really feel sort of in the dark. And this is a new moon in Capricorn. I'm sorry, an eclipse in Capricorn, which is a sign that loves to plan things. So this is really sort of going to be sort of a time where we might have a little bit of a crisis about whether or not we've planned well enough and like what's mm-hmm. to come in the future, thinking about commitments, thinking about, you know, where we want to head next. We're definitely going to learn a lot about our plans. 
That makes yeah a lot Does of. Does it make sense? It makes so much sense for something I have planned in January that is around that time period, but I can't tell you about it yet. Oh. So you'll just have to keep listening to the show and well, learn I, about I it. I actually said pretty much all of this off the cuff uh-huh. without any plan <laughs> or points. <laughs> so please tell me if you have any questions um, because, you know, by the way, listeners, if you ever have any questions for the show, please just like comment on one of our images on Instagram at the Serpent Cast and we'll answer it. We would love to get listener questions. So if any of you want to have a question about the eclipse or anything else happening this month, please send them in. We also have something else happening this month, which is on the 13th. Jupiter will square off with Neptune, which is very whimsical and fantastical and romantic and sweep you off your feet. But it could also, you know, being swept off your feet is not always a good thing. So it's, we really going to have to be very careful about making wise decisions, not getting swept up with paranoia um, this month during Capricorn season, which is, you know, again, Capricorn is supposed to be so grounded, so down to earth, but we can all believe someone's lies. Oh, you know, no matter oh, how well yeah. you plan. Oh, yeah. You know, on one hand, this could be really positive for developing yourself spiritually and getting into like dream work and that sort of thing. And like, if you are falling in love, this is going to be like a fucking whimsical ass time. But this is during really during all of 2019, if things sounds good, too good to be true, like this year is testing you wait, about wait. whether or not what? You're just scaring me. Yeah, 2019 is going to test all of us to be like, are you going to be that dumb bitch that believes everything? Shit. I'm, <laughs> I, am, I am always that dumb bitch who believes everything. You know, In fact, that's like my New Year's resolution is to not be that dumb bitch who 2019 is going to test you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> As I parlay into my other New Year's resolution, which is to accept my queer self and basically just be far more gay (laughs) yeah the connection is that i tend to have my heart broken by cishet men i don't know if we want to get into this we don't have to yeah but i think you're basically over it yeah i am basically that's the thing i'm like over it and i like feel really gay and now i'm gonna get like really personal but i'm having a lot of internal questions about labels for instance you know, there's pansexual and bisexual, which pretty much mean the same thing. Attraction to both your own gender and other genders. Pansexual is a more modern term that Generation Z frequently uses. And the more accurate definition of it is attraction regardless of gender. And bisexual has been around for a really, really long time and the honest truth is that it was around before we were having the discussions about gender that we're having now but what we've ended up with is a lot of millennials or older millennials or you know even baby boomers who are bisexual and are like I've been fighting by stigma by stigma my whole entire life and one of the biggest misconceptions about bisexual people is that they only date on the gender binary, meaning they only date cis people, like they only date a cis woman or a cis man and don't date non-binary folks or gender fluid folks or trans folks. And speaking as a bi person with lots of bi friends, I don't know this to be true for anyone. And so one argument for, give this massive tangent, I promise I have a point. So for a lot of bi people, when the term pansexual came out, to be honest, it was kind of like, this is cool, but we already have a word for this, and it evolved. 
And then some pansexual people were like, but bi's right in the name. We feel more comfortable with pansexual. And I see both sides. But I kind of just feel like really, really gay these days. And I'm only dating people that are not cishet men. And I wonder if I should, if I'm ever going to get to a point where I feel like it's inaccurate to call myself bi or pan. And the answer is no, because I think of old lovers who were men and I totally get why I love them and fuck them. And I'm sure I will again in the future. Anyways, that's Sophie's, Sophie's, Sophie's queer internal ongoing anxious dialogue. There you go. But my New Year's resolution is to not what's it again what is Capricorn season we work out we think about not fall for lies not fall for bullshit yes I mean that is definitely a Capricorn season thing but it's really all of 2019 all of 2019 because we were going to have three squares between Jupiter and Neptune throughout 2019 and it's those squares that are going to test us okay because I am gullible as fuck like especially when dating like those first three months, like I believe everything and it always gets me into trouble. So my, regardless of the gender of my partner, my goal is to move slower, do my research and protect myself without becoming cynical. That sounds beautiful. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for letting me, um, me, me rant a little bit. My cute cat, Major Tomcat, speaking of David Bowie, just jumped up. Sounds like he wants to hang out with and be a serpent slut. Yes, he does. By the way, thank you so much to all of our Patreon supporters. If you love this podcast and you want to help us out, go over to patreon.com slash the serpent cast where you can become a serpent slut. Your help is very, very, very much appreciated. We want to give a shout out to everyone who's been helping like Palahi, Nikki, Jennifer, um, Casey, Mariah, Nancy, Juliana, Kel, Katrina, Kat, uh, Katarina, Margaret, and Kennedy. Thank you so much. Fuck yeah to all of you. We really, really everyone. appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so, so much. And are there any other shout outs or announcements that we want to do? I mean, I do want to add that, you know, people always ask me, like, how do you write the horoscopes? Like, how do you know when things are happening astrologically? And it's really easy. I just use an astrological calendar. So I want to give a shout out to Llewellyn, who has an amazing 2019 astrological calendar. So go check them out over at Llewellyn and get yourself an astrological calendar. And also just read my horoscopes because they will tell you when everything is happening. And they're always accurate. Thank you. You're so beautiful. You're the best. Thank I you love so you, much. Annabelle. I love you too, Sophie. I'm thankful for you, even though it's not Thanksgiving, but <laughs> Is there anything else you want to tell the people before we go, or should we just have a short episode? You know, this holiday season has been rough on me. I'm not even gonna try to lie to any of you. I don't have that much more to say other than thanks for everyone for listening. This was our first year. We launched oh, shit. last we February. Yeah. So this is almost a year oh of the Serpent God, Cast. We do something for our anniversary. We do. We do. And I'm so excited to have so many new guests in 2019 and to make this podcast even bigger and longer and better edited and more fun to listen to. And like Anvil <laughs> said, this is for you. So if you have any questions or things you want to talk about, you can tweet at us. You can email us at theserpentcast at gmail.com. You can find me online at the Bowie Cat. And you can find me online at Annabelle Gat on Instagram or at Annabelle Gat underscore on Twitter. 
And no question is a dumb question. The only kinds of questions that are dumb questions is, is if you write to us with a story that isn't a question. Or if you're mean. Just don't be oh, mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just don't be mean. Don't be mean. And don't write us saying something like, oh, my God, it's Capricorn season and I'm an Aquarius. That's not a, <laughs> that's not a question. It isn't. Please don't do that. Am I being rude? No, you're not being rude. You're not being rude. I'm just being preemptive because yes. I know how these things work. You do. You do. You need to, if, if your question doesn't have a question mark in it, that's a sign that you shouldn't send it to us. I'm being such a bitch. No, you're not. You're just an Aries. I am an Aries. All right. Have a great week, everyone. We're going to be Happy back New Year. next week, next Tuesday with guests and an awesome new year. All right. We love you. Bye. Bye.